You are listening to a podcast from Influence Church. We hope it encourages and empowers you to make a difference in your world for the kingdom of God. For any more information, visit our website, influencechurch.co.uk. Enjoy the message. series is overcome so we're enjoying it right it's been good okay awesome well as I was preparing for today I was trying to think what have I overcome I've overcome growing up in a house with a scouse mum and an Irish dad so it's, it's a miracle I can talk I've overcome a fear of lifts always take the stairs I'm still working on overcoming a fear of the dentist. I've had a few fillings recently. Actually, my grandma's got some uh, long line of dentists in the family, haven't you? You've got the, the first female dentist in the UK is, is in her. So we've got some, some feminist dentist power. Um, but the apple has fallen very far from the tree because I am terrified and will, yeah, you have to bribe me to step foot in one. But one of my biggest challenges is overcoming a fear of these things. Birds. <sighs> Send shivers down my spine. But yeah, that's a, that's a pigeon, in case you didn't know. Look at it. That is a rat with wings. That is terrifying. Um, and yeah, I've had many encounters with, with pigeons and birds, for that matter, that I feel like it's a, it's a very valid fear, okay? I'm going to justify it for you now. I was once struck in the head by a pigeon. I know. I was once chased by an ostrich. I'll tell you that story later. Yeah, laughing. I lived in Liverpool, and if you've been there, you will know of the Scouse seagull, okay? They have muscles and Scouse accents, all right? They're not afraid of everyone. There we go. There it is. That is the rare but deadly Scouse seagull. <coughs> saying it's ridiculous, Ed. That's a, that's a, if you wait. But yeah, uh, just in case that wasn't enough, I also recently learned that crows can recognise faces. Yeah, you're all scared of birds now, aren't you? Um, but yeah, I hope to overcome that fear of birds. Prayers appreciated at the end. Um, but yeah, and I'd also enjoy hearing some of your irrational fears. I mean, I think it's quite rational, but yeah. Um, but now I've got a segue from Scouse Pigeons to preaching. So uh, let's bring it back because I believe that God wants to speak to us tonight. You know, how, how good was um, worship this morning? Yeah, it's, it's, it's fired me up. I'm ready. And I really believe that God wants us to do some overcoming in this room this morning. So if you can, jump to your feet. We're going to pray and then we're going to get into it. Yes, Lord, we just lift your name up in this room. Lord, we are excited to dive into your word and explore what it means to overcome. Lord, give us ears to hear what we need to hear and challenge us where we need to be challenged. Lord, speak to us afresh this morning. Lord, we love you, we praise you, we thank you. And everyone said? Amen. Amen. Awesome. Grab your seats. Right. So my message this morning, it's, it's simple. That inside each and every one of you is the ability to overcome. You see, there is an overcomer in all of us. And this morning, I want to explore what that means and how we unlock that in our lives. So if you like a title, the title of my message is this, The Overcomer in You. So I'm going to start by putting some questions to you. Just think about these for a moment. 
Are there days where you get tunnel vision? Where all you can see are the difficulties in your life? Are there days where you wonder how on earth you are going to overcome the things that you're facing? Are there days where you feel weak and you just accept that, well, things will always be this way? Well, what if I told you that God wants you to be an overcomer in every situation? You see, life is not supposed to be defeating us. God has made you an overcomer. 1 John 5, 5 says, Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. So if that's true, then why as Christians do we sometimes struggle to overcome? Well, here's the truth. The enemy is against you. And he's tempting you to give up. But don't give up. Remember who you are in Christ. Because in Christ, you are an overcomer. Jesus, who is in you, is greater than the enemy who is in the world. And part of your identity in Christ is that of an overcomer. If you don't know it or believe this reality, then you won't experience it. So I want to encourage us this this morning to believe who God says we are. So what is an overcomer? Well, an overcomer is a person who prevails in spite of opposition, difficulties, and weakness. But overcoming as a Christian goes deeper than that. 1 Corinthians 6.19 Do you know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not on your own. 1 John 4, 4 says, you are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. You see, the truth is that God lives inside of us and he gives us his strength and his power. So actually, we can live radically different for him and for his cause, right? We're no longer weak and powerless. We're strong even when we feel weak. And that is because of what dwells in us. All right, the spirit of God, the ultimate overcoming spirit of God is alive in each and every one of you. Let that empower you to unlock the overcomer in you. But listen, it's important that you actually want to overcome, right? You see, while I was writing this message, I was thinking about how many times I've heard someone say the phrase, what will be, will be. We've all heard it, right? We've probably said it too. What will be, will be. It's just like mind-blowing, actually, how people are just willing to accept that their circumstances are just the hand that they've been dealt. You know, people reach dead ends and they just hang out there. People fail and they never try again. Well, as Christians, we need to avoid the what will be, will be mindset. And it reminds me of John 5, where we see Jesus heal that lame man at the pool. And that man was at the pool believing that the first sick person to enter the water would be healed, right? But the man could never make it to the pool first. But when Jesus showed up, everything changed. Jesus asked the man, do you want to get well? He commanded the man, stand up, pick up your mat and walk. And he did. Wow. But that pool was rigged for failure because that man was never going to get well from the water. He had a desire to get better, but he was looking in the wrong place. So my question is this, do you want to get well? And are you looking in the right place? Because we shouldn't just accept everything that happens in life. We need to use our authority as overcomers. We need to use the power of God and the resources of heaven within us. So we can live differently. So we can overcome. 
So how do you do this? How do you unlock the overcomer in you? I've got four steps for us this morning. Number one is this. You've got to have a heart that is all in. You see, no one can want your healing, your freedom, and your transformation more than you do. No one. Everything Jesus stood for involved an all-in commitment. He looked for people who would commit to being all-in with God. We read it throughout the Bible. There's phrases like, you're either for me or against me. Sell everything you have. It says, deny yourself and take up your cross. Leave your father and mother, forsake all. Now, if you're not all in, that might sound too harsh. It might sound too demanding. But listen, it is clear. Jesus was calling for a heart that would remain committed when things got tough. And the biggest reason that an all-in commitment is needed to unlock that overcomer in you is because people get stuck, right? And maybe you're stuck. Maybe you're stuck in the past. Maybe your life didn't start out that great. Maybe you're stuck in the struggles that you're facing right now. Well, this evening, I want to encourage you to get stuck this morning. I want to encourage you to get stuck. I preached this in Barney last week, so I'm like still in my brain. Uh, This morning, I want to encourage you to get stuck in an all-in mindset. Placing God on the throne of your life, whatever happens. Get stuck in an all-in mindset where you trust that he will be on the throne of your life for eternity, seated in victory, calling you by his side. And Jesus provides a great definition of what it looks like to be all in, and we find it in Mark 8.35. He says, For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. Well, you see, there's a choice involved, right? We're not overcomers automatically. It all depends on our moment-by-moment choice to live as though made alive in Christ, to live all in. The truth is we're meant to be overcomers because Jesus, the king of overcoming, lives in us. However, not all of us choose day by day to lay our whole lives down so that Jesus can live his overcoming life out for us. So I'll ask you this, church. Are you all in? Or are there parts of your life that you're holding on to? Parts of your life that you need the overcomer in you to rise up? Because Jesus literally gave it all for you. He was all in, he's still all in, and he'll always be all in. He is worthy of our all. So what's stopping us? You see, you might try and overcome something in your own strength, but it's that all-in mindset that is going to get you over the finish line. It's going to get you over those hurdles in front of you. It's that all-in mindset that allows you to go through the valley with a supernatural strength, and it will allow you to consistently overcome things in your life. Number one, have an all-in mindset. The second step to unlocking the overcomer in you is this. You've got to recognize that nothing is off limits with God. You see, sometimes it's like we carry a don't go there sign on certain parts of our heart, right? And then we wonder why we get stuck in our spiritual growth. But living as an overcomer is a decision. And one of those choices is the willingness to let God work on every single area of your heart. You need to recognize he is Lord over everything. Recognize that nothing is off limits. But church, are you willing to surrender? 
I like to use the analogy of a house because how often do we invite God into the living room, into the dining room, into the kitchen, right? But we won't let him go through the cupboards. You've got some dirty cupboards in the room. We're happy to let him into the surface, but when it gets to the more intimate areas of our lives, we struggle. We shut down. We hide the mess. Well, John 15, 5 says this, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Wow. Apart from me, you can do nothing. You see, without God, we can't do anything, right? We can try, but in him is everything we need. And that overcomer in you needs a source. And spoiler, but he's that source. If you're sick, he's the doctor. If you're poor, he's your riches. If you're weak, he's your strength. If you're in trouble, he's your deliverer. Thank you, Nan. <laughs> and, and yeah, we need a source, right? And a source is a supplier of something that we can't produce on our own, right? And people often think that they have to be their own source when something happens. All right, we've been taught to pick ourselves up, dust ourselves on and off and, and move on for our own efforts. But we don't have to do it alone. He is the source of our overcoming and we need to plug into him. Romans eleven thirty six, everything comes from God. Everything exists by his power and everything is intended for his glory. You see, when you come to Jesus, Every day you draw from the source. But church, how many of the promises of God are in your heart and mind? How much of his word is working within you? My question is this, have you plugged into the source lately? Because whatever it is that you're facing, letting him in will unlock that overcomer in you. You know, you know Paul had that revelation. He said, through Christ, I can do all things. All things through Christ. Church, let's remove the limitations. Let's take the limits of God and experience a true intimacy with him. That was number two. You've got to recognize that nothing is off limits with God. Number three is this. You've got to leave your tomb. You see, after his resurrection, Jesus left the tomb. So should we, because we don't live there anymore, right? Right? John 14, 9 says, because I live, you will live also. 1 Corinthians 6, 14 says, now God has not only raised the Lord, but will also raise us up through his power. Jesus left his tomb to rescue us from ours. And it's so easy for us to create a space where we are at the end of ourselves because of our circumstances, right? But because Christ emerged alive from the grave, he guarantees the same future for us. Yes, we still grieve when we lose loved ones. Yes, our hearts still break. Yes, we still feel pain. We feel stressed. We feel sad. But listen, you do not have to become undone by the hardship you face. Because you've got to live in hope. Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. So that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. 
You see, unlocking that overcoming spirit in you is simply keeping hope alive in your life. I don't know about you, but I want to live a life that I overflow with hope. So can I remind you this morning that Jesus will always lead you into the victory that he's obtained. He didn't die in vain, right? There is real victory for you through that empty tomb. We're crucified in him, but we are also resurrected in him. And listen, there's also another reason why we should leave the tomb of our circumstances. Because I don't know about you, but I've found that I can't move into a new area of healing while remaining in the old way of doing things. And we read it in Mark 8. Jesus takes a blind man out of the city to heal him. You see, we often need to let go of our comfortable space and move into a whole new place to experience the transformation that's available. I don't know if you've ever heard the phrase, you can't get better in the place that made you sick. We heard it. Now listen, Jesus, he could totally heal that man anywhere, right? But there was so much unbelief in the city that the man, he couldn't maintain his healing surrounded by the ridicule of the city. So Jesus led him away and he healed him away from view. Well, how many of us build walls around ourselves and our struggles, right? How many of us sit in the places that made us sick? Do you live in cycles of destructive behavior? Do you repeat the same mistakes? Do you feel comfortable sitting there because, well, you don't know who you are without it anymore? Well, listen, there's three places on your overcoming journey. Number one is the comfort zone, and that's a place of control, right? Number two is the fear zone, and that's a place of struggle. And number three is the growth zone, and that's a place of purpose. So church, what zone are you in? Are you comfortable and in control? Are you in a place of fear, suffering, and uncertainty? Or are you on the cusp of finding purpose in your pain? Because entering that growth zone is key to unlocking the overcomer in you. Romans 5, 3 to 4 talks about this journey. It says, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character and character hope. And that brings me on to the last step in unlocking the overcomer in you. And if it's okay, I'd like to share a little bit about how this message came to be. So number four, the fourth step in unlocking the overcomer in you is this. You've got to look up, church. You see, three years ago, I experienced one of the hardest days of my life my mum's funeral. Now listen, some of you will know we lost our mum to COVID and, and we've been figuring our way through grief ever since. But yeah, three years ago, I was sat at my mum's funeral, just a stone's throw away from her coffin. If I reached out, I could touch it. You see, in that moment, I was literally face to face with the biggest trial of my life. But it was here I had one of my greatest revelations from God. I remember just looking at it, wiping tears from my eyes, looking at it one last time and then looking up. And on the wall above was this massive wooden cross. 
And it was in this moment that God spoke to me. He said, Lauren, it's not about that. It's about this. Lauren, it's not about that. It's about this. See, for the first time, I fully grasped what Colossians 3.2 means. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. God was showing me purpose in my pain. And listen, I believe that he wants to do the same for you guys. Because it's not about what's happening to you. It's about that. It's not about the pain that you feel. It's about that. It's not about who has left you. It is about that. It's not about your broken heart. It's about that. It's not about the things that you lack. It is about that. Through Jesus, we are overcomers. Through the cross, we are overcomers. Luke 10, 19 says, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. So church, look up. Lay it down at the foot of the cross and fix your eyes on the victory that it represents. Because listen, in that moment, the overcomer in me was awoken. And there's an overcomer inside each and every one of you. But what will it take to wake it up in your life? What are you facing that you need to look up from? Are you distracted looking in the wrong place? Fix your eyes, church. And listen, maybe it's not a coffin that you're facing. Maybe you feel like your problems are too small. But listen, nothing is too small or big to be covered by the cross. If you're stressed about money, look at that. It's about that. If you're unhappy at work, look up. Set your mind on things above. Unlock that overcomer in you by surrendering your struggle over to God. Now, I want to do a few things tonight. This morning. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Pretend it's the evening, okay? First, I want to remind us of John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Well, well, that verse is simply everything, right? We live in a broken world that is messy and chaotic and scary. People disappoint us. People hurt us. And we so often find ourselves in the middle of all kinds of struggle and mess. But Jesus dying on the cross is everything. It's peace. It's comfort. It's hope. It's overcoming. We've all fallen short. But God loves us so much, he sent his son to die for us. Wow. Let's cling to that when times get hard, when doubts set in, when we feel alone. Because those who believe are promised an eternal glory that is free from suffering and free from pain. So look up. Be all in and let him into your life. Now with every eye closed and every head bowed, 
just want to create a moment in this room for those of us who, who feel far from Jesus. This is an opportunity for you to say yes to the King of overcoming and ask him into your life. It's an opportunity for you to unlock the power of God in your life, unlock the overcomer in you. If that's you in this room, if you want to know Jesus, then just raise your hand. It's just me looking. If you want to start your Christian journey, raise your hand. If anyone wants prayer at the end of the service or you, you want to raise your hand, but you're not sure, come and find us. We would love to pray with you. But listen, the next thing that I want to do tonight is this. I want to create a moment of surrender in this room. A moment where we fix our eyes on things above. A moment where we unlock that overcomer within all of us. We're all facing something, right? So my question is this. What is it that you need to look up from? For me, it was a coffin, but what's yours? Is it financial struggle? Is it family? Is it your job? Have you lost someone? Do you need healing? Big or small, what is distracting you from fixing your eyes on things above? What is suppressing that overcomer in you? You see, in a moment, we're going to spend some time worshipping. And while we do that, why don't you just imagine that your struggle is in front of you in this room? And as we worship, why don't you literally decide to look up from that? Church, let's fix our eyes on God, on his goodness, and his overcoming power. I want to unlock some overcomers in this room right now. So we're going to worship. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Influence Church. For any more information, visit our website, influencechurch.co.uk. Influence Church, empowering you to make a difference in your world for the kingdom of God.